0: Good morning, everybody. Uh, so I, I I found it very very interesting how one word can tell you so much. Uh, in in the beginning of this pe- pe- week's parasha, we we have a double parasha. Matot Mas'ei, but this is the beginning of Matot. After we have the story of the vows, we have the story where Hashem tells Moshe to go and uh, take revenge against the the Midianites. And there's an interesting word. We we going to sent to this war. It says it says elif lamateh elif lamateh. A thousand for a tribe, a thousand for a tribe. The question is, why repeat? And why so few people? We have 600,000 people that are in the army of B'nai Israel. We're going to go send to them 12,000 soldiers, and it seems to be 12,000 arms bearers. So, Elif Nemathe, Elif Nemathe is doubling it up. So, each soldier has someone to go with him. It says, and then the word is, Vaymaseru seru Israel. Byimaseru. What is byimaseru? Byimaseru means mosrim. What's mosrim? We will talk about mosrim. Someone who hands over someone to someone else. It's almost like the pasuk is telling us. It's not almost. It is telling us that these guys literally were drafted against their will. Now you're going to tell me you have an army of six hundred thousand people. The Midianites just did this terrible thing that twenty four thousand people died because of what they did in Midian. Hashem is telling you take revenge for your sake, Moshe Rabbeinu is saying we're going to take revenge for Hashem's sake, you would imagine the soldiers are going to say, I volunteer. I only need a thousand from each tribe. You're going to get a thousand, going to run and say, for for Hashem's sake we're going to go volunteer. It says no, they literally had to drag them against their will to draft them into the army. What's going on? Is it you saying like you know a deal? They're going to say, "Oh, the guys in the yeshiva said we don't go to." You know what? What, what are they saying? What, what are you talking about? This is the war against Midian. Midian this week. So he says, "What? What? What is it?" He says, "You see so much from this pasuk." Moshe Rabbeinu his whole time that he's the leader of Bnei Israel. All they're doing is talking about him. You know, they say if he comes out of his tent late, he was planning something against Bnei Israel. If he came out of his tent early, he must have had a fight with his wife. Everything about Moshe, they say, they look at Moshe and they say, look, he's getting heavy on his his neck. He must be, he's taking money from the, the mishkan, sticking in his pocket. Moshe, every time they want to kill him, they want to stone him. Moshe says it's so difficult to be a leader of this people. But this one word takes all of that and turns it around, why? They knew that this is the last battle of Moshe Rabbeinu. When they finished this battle, Moshe Rabbeinu, Hashem said to him, do this and then you're going to die. So what did B'nai Israel say? We're not going to war, we're going to delay the war forever so that Moshe doesn't leave us because Hashem made a deal, Moshe stays until this war is done. No war, no death of Moshe. What did they have to do? They had to draft them by force to tell them, no, Hashem is saying you have to go fight the war, you have to go fight the war. He brings Rashi. He says, look at this. He says, up until that point, they heard. up until now they heard that the death of Moshe was uh, was uh, was approaching. Moshe always was saying about Ben Israel, they're almost ready to stone me. But when they heard that Moshe's death was associated with the execution of vengeance upon Midian, they refused to go to war until they were handed over against their own will. Rabin Bach Ya'edz, he says that they didn't want to volunteer because they didn't want to contribute to the death of Moshe. It's something unbelievable to see that, that finally at the end of his life Moshe sees, you know what, they really do love me, they really do, they really do care about me. So there's one other question that I saw last night and I, and I thought it was very interesting they they go now to war and what did they do in the war it says they killed all of the men and what did they do they brought back the women they brought back the women and Moshe Rabenu gets very angry he says how is it possible that you brought back the women and who were these women that they brought back or to, the same women who their brothers slept with in Baal. in Baal Peor not just that they bring back any girl That girl, that's the one she slept with Levi, that's the one she slept with Reuben, that's the one she slept with Joe, but what do you mean? How could they bring those girls back? What was the point to bring those girls back? They turned to Moshe Rabbeinu and they said to Moshe, you know Moshe, we were guilty. What were you guilty of? The only people who died in Baal Per, what were the ones who sinned? He says, no, we had Hirhur Avon, Hirhur Avon means we were thinking of the girls. And when you have a Hirur Avon, when it comes to promiscuity, some of the Rabbis say it's as bad as doing it. person has to be very careful with Hirhur when it comes to this. says, we had Hirhur, we're thinking about these girls, so what did we do? We wanted to do complete teshuvah. Says Rambam, how do you do complete teshuvah? The only way you could do complete teshuvah is if you could be in the same place, in the same time, and have the opportunity to do it, and then you make the decision. So they said to Moshe, we wanted to show we could do Teshuvah. We brought the girls back. They're in front of us. We're going to show Hashem. Same girls, same place, same everything. We're going to refuse. Moshe Rabbeinu tells them, not so smart people. Not so smart. Because the problem is, when you take a test upon yourself to do, it's always very difficult. We see David HaMelech turns to Hashem and says, you know what? There's three wheels on the chariot of Hashem. Abraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov. I want to be the fourth wheel. Hashem says they were all tested. David says, I want to be tested. Hashem says they had a difficult test. Don't worry. because you know what, David, it's not so easy. But I'm going to even tell you what the test is going to be. I'm going to give you up front the, the notes on the test so you should pass. What was the test? Bat Sheva. What happened with David? Whatever happened? Didn't happen the way it should have happened. It says it's very dangerous to ask Hashem for a test. We see Noach when he comes out of the ark. What does he do? He wants to be metaken, he wants to fix the sin of Adam HaRishon. So what does he do? The sin of Adam was that he drank, the he drank, well, he ate the grapes from the tree, which is like the wine. So what does he do, Noah He says, I'm going to be metaken, I'm going to put myself in the same place as Adam, and I'm going to fix it. What does he do? He gets drunk, he messes up everything. It says it says Moshe Rabbeinu to B'nai Yisrael, let Hashem be the one to test you when he wants to test you. Don't invite a test upon yourself. Because you invite a test upon yourself, it's very dangerous. And that's why he reacts to them in a very strong way. He says, Why would you have done such a thing? They had good intention. But good intention sometimes what does it say good intention leads us on the what? What is it? The, the, way yeah. to hell. the way to hell is right. It's <laughs> that. So we should all be very careful. Don't ask Hashem to test us. We have enough tests in the world. But we should see the beauty of these soldiers. Not only did they want to show their love of Moshe Rabbeinu, they also wanted to show that they could do they could do teshuvah teshuvah by this. And we should learn. We should learn a lesson from from this and see how ha- Moshe Moshe's whole life. He had all these difficulties, but in the end he had. They succeeded because then what happened? Moshe saw the girls, and who killed them? Moshe Rabbin himself. Get rid of all these girls. So he says, You, you gotta be very careful with what you do.